Stand up, Nuggets Nation. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By. Denver Sports is your home for the most Nuggets content. Now here's your host, Zach By. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the pod. Reacting to All-Star Weekend. Uh, and a couple other uh, things to just forecast as we now officially barrel down the backstretch of the NBA season and hit the reset button and get to the place where um, we all want to get to, and that's back to the NBA playoffs. And, um, you know, we've we've talked about this through uh, the last however long it's been in this regular season that this has been a little bit more um, not challenging of a of – a, of a um, not challenging of a regular season, but just sort of like sometimes there can be like a malaise the year after a championship. We're discovering that, you know, it's, um, (laughs) it's not as doesn't feel as relevant is not as um, uh, exciting. Uh, And we've, 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 we've covered this. um, And, but I think now I can feel like, okay, the 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 destination is within um our sights and you ever took like a long trip and like i've driven across the country i remember driving to to denver and um oh my gosh i could tell some stories about that trip but it's, it's 2017 it's you know seven years ago and seven years ago um this this month actually um and our sixth year here on the podcast but i remember like you know, i'm driving this u-haul across the country and I remember the first sign that I saw for Denver. Now, Denver wasn't close. It wasn't right around the corner. It was probably still, you know, 300 miles away or whatever it was. Um, and that's kind of how this feels, where it's not right around the corner, but, like, you're starting to see the signs, the exit signs that say playoffs, you know, this way. You know, still 300 miles to go, but it's no longer 1,500 miles to go uh, the way that it was um, when uh, when you started the trip. So, um I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the Nuggets. Uh, they have a uh, kind of a favorable out of the gate um, schedule that we're going to look at in, at the end. But first, just a couple thoughts from All Star Weekend. Man, um, the uh, differing of opinions on All Star Weekend is uh, pretty wild. The game itself, the game itself. Um, I have been one that has been kind of like almost like bizarrely sensitive of all-star weekend and have a tendency to like protect it, argue on its behalf. Um, It's been under fire and criticism for a while. They've tried to switch formats, you know, try to uh, 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 switch it back, you know, from guys picking teams to back to East West. And this was the most disappointing I have felt. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to die on the all-star Hill. Um, and here's I can boil it down to a sentence or a statement. The game did not reflect the actual game of basketball. It it didn't even look like a second cousin. When you're talking about the over-under being 355 points and it didn't even stand a chance uh, uh, when the final score is 211 to 186, it just didn't resemble the game of basketball. It felt like the last five years of the Pro Bowl. In the last two, three years of the Pro Bowl on the NFL side, it got real bad. Like, it got real bad. Where 
literally three, four minutes into a 60-minute football game, the guys uh, were not tackling to the ground. And by the second quarter, it felt like a spring practice, a non-contact practice. And by the fourth quarter, it's just an embarrassment to the game. And uh, they eventually took it away. And I think something needs to be done with this game because the game didn't get helped on Sunday night. It didn't. The perception of it didn't get it didn't get hurt from a real life like utilitarian standpoint. Didn't get hurt. Um, we're not going to be talking about the All Star Game even this time next week. But I think the brand did get hurt, and uh, the brand of the All Star Game certainly got hurt. And I just didn't like it. It didn't didn't feel like the game that I absolutely love and have defended for so long. But this one jumped the shark. It just it was it it sucked. It was awful. Um, you know, you're watching Carl Anthony Towns, you know, um, go out and score. You know, 50 points off the bench, ugh, it didn't feel organic at all. Um, so I didn't like it. Something needs to be done. Problem is, I don't know what, I don't know how to fix it. Financially incentivize players that are on already guaranteed $100 million contracts, each of them to a man, some of them on $200 million contracts. I think Jalen Brown's on a $300 million contract. Like, I don't know what the recipe is. I don't. And maybe the game needs to go away for a year or two. And absence makes, makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe guys will want to play if they're reinvigorated. Um, but it was just a shame because the, the sad part about it is when you just look at some of the names on paper, I think out on the floor was probably, I think you'd maybe, maybe make an argument that's like 10 of the 25 greatest players of all time were all out there. Steph, LeBron, Jokic, Durant, um, Giannis, um, maybe ten's a little bit strong, but already five off rip. Um, you know, is 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 someone like Luca going to get there? I think so. Um, you know, it's, it just it just you know Kawhi, uh, bona fide Hall of Famer. Um, it just it just it was it wasn't good. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, in terms of um, some of the interactions, I did like you know seeing Jokic just having fun uh, with some guys. You saw him uh, and Steph Curry set up or excuse me, him and Luca set up Steph Curry to get, like, dunked on. And we used to do this all the time when I was younger of, like, trying to bait someone underneath the rim, like, yo, come here for a second, come here, come here. And you get him, and then, like, your buddy jumps out of nowhere and, like, dunks on his, like, neck. He used to do that in the doorway, too, just, like, dunking on guys, like, in the doorway when young and just goofing off. Um, they were having fun like that. So that was cool to see. There was an exchange between LeBron and Jokic on the bench where LeBron asked Jokic who was at his first All-Star game back in 2005 which was in Denver, by the way. And, um, you know, LeBron was messing with Jokic saying, yeah, it was me, Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Cousy, uh, Larry Bird, and uh, which, which was obviously a, a, a jab at his own self, self-deprecating because this is his 20th All-Star game. Um, but he did talk about how it was Shaq, it was Kobe, it was Duncan and Iverson and, you know, some, some legendary names. The same, name, the same kind of names that we'll look back 20 years from now at this crop of guys. Um, so that was cool. And then you do see the rumors um, of, and Jokic was actually asked about it, of like, could Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic eventually get on the same page and play together? And Jokic was asked about it. He said, I'm happy in Denver, you know, love the organization, but maybe if he ever got pissed in Dallas and wants to come. And um, I think it's kind of funny now, but I do think we should just keep our eye on it. We should just keep our eye on it because Luka has – big picture plans for himself to go down as one of the great players of all time. And at 25 years old, he's already done some incredible things. Um, but uh, he hasn't even come close to the levels that he wants to get to. 
and Jokic doesn't have a bona fide traditional traditional one uh, B star next to him, um, the way that Shaq had Kobe, the way that Tim Duncan had sidekicks of you know Hall of Famers, the way that they had in. Um, uh, Miami with the Heatles, where your second best player is Dwayne Wade. Um, with the way that the when when they revamped the Lakers and Kobe had a bona fide Hall of Famer and perennial All Star Pau Gasol. Like we've talked about this through the years, that traditionally, traditionally, that uh, a champion's second best player is typically a Hall of Famer. Believe it or not, in Denver, the second best player isn't even an All Star and is, is, is barely a top 40 score in the NBA. Now, we know Jamal grows into this thing, this otherworldly creature in the playoffs, but will we get far enough down the road where this makes sense for both parties? And um, I don't want to dig too deep into it now because I don't think it's relevant for right now or this season or next season, but I do think it's just something to just put in our back pocket, these little moments, because in the NBA, more than anything, the human connectivity matters more than any other sport by a mile. Um, the human connectivity, the agents, they run that sport. So um, I know with the new setup in this new CBA, it's a little bit more restrictive um, compared to the transient nature of the last 20 years in the NBA. But, I mean, if they, if these guys both want it to get done at a certain point in time, it, w- it, will, it would get done. I believe that. Um, but I don't think it's, it feels unfair to truly dive deep into the conversation right now and what it would cost in, in a trade and – because the Nuggets are trying to defend a title, so it just doesn't feel um, it's just r- r- wrong, wrong time and place, wrong time and place to have the big boy conversation about it. So, but I do want to keep an eye on it for down the road. So let's put it on simmer on the back burner. Um, uh, what else here? Um, Dame Lillard wins the three point contest for a second straight year. The three-point contest for me is still a fun watch. It feels like the home run derby of basketball where it's a little bit monotonous. If you're not like a basketball guy, it can become maybe a little bit boring because it's just so repetitive. Um, But I just think it's an incredible display of shot making, which the shot making right now in today's NBA is the highest that we've ever seen in the game of basketball. So I love seeing that on display. And then I I really did enjoy and so did my family. Uh, My wife really got a kick out of seeing uh, a Sabrina Ionescu against um, Steph Curry in the WNBA versus NBA three-point competition. Like, INSQ's final, uh, uh, or her, her score, rather, was the same as Dwayne, or, um, Damian Lillard's winning score. Like, she is her. And uh, I, I thought it was a fun collaboration growing the women's game. And, you know, it crossed my mind that Kobe would have been proud of that moment. Kobe Bryant had a unique, real relationship with Sabrina. And if you just type in those two names to Google, you'll see multiple different instances of them all them together. And as um, he was showing his girls um, who you can be if you pour your life into this. Um, and I, I did think of Kobe uh, uh, on Saturday night, and I did want to um, just say that. Um, dunk contest feels broke. It's been broke outside of a one-off here and there every five or six years, like Levine versus Gordon. Like, it's this is the way that it's been. I don't know the solution to it. I don't. Um I feel like it's set up to fail. Um, The guy who's won it two years in a row doesn't play in the NBA. How does that make sense? How does that make sense? I know the stars don't participate in the dunk contest anymore. That sucks. That damages it in a real way. But what also I think damages it, another layer of it, is like I'm watching Lil Toppin, uh, Obi's younger brother, jump through the air, throw it between the legs, and do a 180 and dunk it with two hands 
and he gets an eight. It's like, that's nice. It's, it's evolved to such a place where it's like, we're not satisfied by what we see. So not only do the stars not, not participate in it, I'm watching stuff. It'd be like debuting Sega today or Super Nintendo. Um, if you saw some of the dunks that would get tens in 1991, 1992, but the contest has evolved to such a degree that you need to do something you've never ever seen. And even when we saw that from Mac McClung, it got an eight by some of the judges. I just I don't know. I, I I'm I'm at a loss. I have no idea how to fix the dunk contest, and I'm becoming like apathetic towards it. Like whatever, it's a dunk contest. People are going to argue on Twitter.com about it. It's the way it goes. Um, okay, uh, I want to look ahead real briefly, um, you know, on, uh, Friday's, uh, radio show, th- uh, yeah, Friday's radio show, uh, The Drive, which you can find on denversports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We did some grades because it was at the all- all-star break, um, uh, for individual guys. If you want to hear that, uh, just hit up the podcast. We did it in kind of longer form than we're going to do it here. I'll just say this, um, Nuggets are 36 and 19 at the all-star break, we know it's not the true halfway point. Um, you know, if they had won uh, two more games, they're like in the number one seed or no, I guess they're three games back now. Um, but had they won like three more games, had they not, you know, blown a 19 point lead to the magic or um, who'd they just blow a huge lead to? It was uh, Sacramento, right? They were up like 16 points. They blew it. Um, had they just won a couple of those games, they're like in the one or two seed. I, I, I don't want to overreact. Give the Nuggets a B plus. Just uh, feels a little bit weird given the reigning champions um, a grade of an A when they're not a top three seed. Um, but I, they're they're right where they're supposed to be. They're one of the best home teams in the entire NBA at 21 and five. Um, kind of like the Avalanche actually on the NHL front. Um, and I think they're fine. Um, there's little nitpicky things um, that could pre- that prevent them from being uh, an A. Uh, the up and down nature of Jamal, the more down than up nature of Michael Porter Jr. Um, they're just not quite the same without Bruce Brown. The bench has been poor, so it doesn't feel right giving them a, 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 any sort of an A grade. But I give them a B plus. I give them a B plus um, in a grade that's less relevant than ever after um, you know a grade at an All Star break after a championship. So um, let's take a brief look. We're going to get out of here. Um, let's take a brief look at the uh, remaining schedule, not the remaining schedule, but at least the uh, first handful of games uh, coming out of the All Star break. You start with Washington at home. What a perfect spot, right? What a perfect spot. Um, not a, quite a get-right game. But the Nuggets had lost three in a row ahead of the All-Star break. So if you want to call it a get-right game, let's call it a get-right game. And you travel to Portland, to Golden State on ESPN. That's um, at 5 o'clock locally on uh, on Sunday. Uh, that'll be fun. And then uh, Wednesday uh, against Sacramento, I'll be at that game. Uh, and then Miami, at LA, and then home against Phoenix, Boston, Utah, Toronto. So home games here right out of the gate in the first two weeks – Washington, Sacramento, Miami, Phoenix, Boston, Utah, Toronto. I mean, that's seven home games right there in the first one, two, three, in the first 10 games. So couldn't have wrote it up better and an opportunity to, uh, like Michael Malone talked about, hit the ground running out of the break, the inverse of how you went into the break. All right, we're going to leave it there for now, guys. Thank you for uh, hanging out with me for a couple minutes. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to rate, subscribe, please. Um, I'm asking, right? Uh, leave a comment. Um, turn on notifications so you never miss a video. If you're watching or listening to this on Spotify, leave us a five-star review if you think that we deserve one and tell a friend about this podcast. Haven't mentioned that in a while, but um, this is year six. Um, It's grown immensely over the years and it's still, there's still so much room for growth and the best way to do that is a grassroots approach by word of mouth. 
Um, appreciate you so much for being here. So long, whatever happens. Uh, well, nothing's going to happen. We're going to come back Thursday and look ahead uh, to the things that we're looking for in the backstretch of this NBA season and set the table for the game against the Wizards in their first game out of the All-Star break. All right, guys, we will talk to you on Thursday back here on the Mile High Hoops podcast.